Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Race Chaser Welcome back to Race Chaser Classic. Classic. Oh, we switched it up. We switched it up. She switched it up. I knew she was that girl. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's RuPaul's Drag Drag Race. Race. Starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What is yours? Hello, I'm Willem. You may remember me from season four of Race Chaser Classique, where we reviewed uh, the inimitable watershed season of uh, the the fourth installment of Drag Race. So excited to do All Stars. This is All Stars <laughs> 1, okay? We are back in the Classique saddle. I want to hear those tones going... Doom, 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 doom. Dulcet. Give me dulcet tones. You know, I want Stanley doom, to record... Doom, 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 doom. Bitch. Except with him in quadruplicate doing harmonies. Oh, Stanley, yes. All up on our asses. All up and in the asses, too, maybe. Um, so I thought Stan- you meant Stanley by Jasmine Sullivan, that song that Raja used to do. I was like, what? <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> Stanley Steamer. That's, that's what that garment needs. Yeah, you may want to try it on the wig too. It needs I, to I be don't. I don't know if we can steam that. We might have to cut it. To <laughs> cut it. Cut uh, it. I'm afraid the garment showed up, but it it was rumpled, <laughs> rumpled, wrinkled, and, and uh, crumpled. <laughs> um, this so- is I'm I'm really excited to be back in the classic saddle, and what a unique season to be covering. This is of course RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars One. Mm-hmm. All Stars One. I think it sort of existed as like I mean big shows like Project Runway, uh, you know they Boston they Public. do they do all <laughs> they do all stars and it's like a big thing. So I think they saw this as an opportunity to like why can't we do it? We have this we have an amazing crop of queens. Why not utilize them again for another great season of television? Um, so they utilized them. Um, yeah. for a a very short mini series of a season called All yeah. Stars One. 
from what we've heard this season of all stars was truncated and uh teams went into effect because they were only given six episodes to do it because you know it was it's a fledgling show and this episode this uh series while charming definitely <laughs> it puts the girls through it and you see the anguish on all of their faces none of yeah. them are ready for it and it honestly did a disservice to the um to all the girls, but we are yeah. going to review it, especially because I'm on this first episode. Exactly. I was there. <laughs> this is our I was there <laughs> in Untucked. I was there yeah. hiding the, behind the gold behind bar. bar. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this this is an especially cruel moment because it uh, <sighs> the little entries of the girls they do little bits beforehand where they make them day walk across the 110 freeway. <laughs> this is across one I of the it busiest was on Hollywood free- Boulevard. Uh... No, girl, that's the 110 because they filmed it down. They um they had hotels downtown for some reason. That is the 110 going over Third or Fourth Street yes. near um near the building where they used to shoot Women's Murder Club. Um, which I was also on with Chad Michaels. He got drowned in a toilet. I was his best friend. I was so oh. sad. Um, not thank you for that ding. Um, every show we drop. Uh, but the first girls, <laughs> the first girls seem to um, enter like it's it's a weird. It feels weird. It's like we can tell it's nowhere near the studio. Um, oh, I because actually, we see. Them- I mean. I disagree with you. I think this was cute. I liked that they did this, like, walking down the street, seeing the the passersby sort of, like, gagging and, like, looking. Because, you know, that's part, or that's part of the fun of drag is everybody, you know, everybody looks at you and it kind of, like, shakes them out of their daily routine. That's exciting. Yeah. I, I mean, I like it personally when someone says, put on as much makeup as you can and look and try to look your best. And then we're going to walk you outside in Los Angeles in June. Why don't you just run across the highway? Do that. Yeah. And don't sweat. Then we're going to go straight to set. You have your touch-up kit, right? That's what this was. That that is what it is. But everybody gets their little entrance. And the first person to walk into the workroom this season is Pandora motherfucking Elizabeth Fox. Pandora Elizabeth Fox. We love Pandora so very much. She says, did somebody order a hooker? hooker to a room of crickets? And then she's like, oh, I'm here by myself. Literally uh, no one ordered the hooker. Wait, I think it's Pandora Olivia Box, not Elizabeth. Sorry, my bad. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Oh, my um, God. N- next up, we have <laughs> Latrice Royale, and she says, yeah. like that. <laughs> and, uh... This this seems to be creating a trend. It's the season two Miss Congeniality Pandora and the season three four Miss Congeniality Latrice yeah. Royale. Yes, a very congenial entrances. They both look amazing. I mean, yeah. I have to say, and Latrice points out that she feels like Pandora really stepped it up. Which I mean, she definitely Pandora looks beautiful. By yes, she definitely had stepped it up a lot. Um, next. Uh, Yara Sophia comes in saying, yes, mommy, las perras in the house. Mm-hmm. And she's uh, the completion of the congenialities, right? Because she's mm-hmm. season three, Miss Congeniality. I think, was Nina Miss Congeniality season one or was it Angina? It's Angina, I think. Um, Right? We can have our fact checkers run that. Okay, um, will you we, run that down to the, the basement and get them on that, please? We always run full fact checking as we do our podcast because it is our due diligence. We have a team of remote fact checkers. We're actually using uh, Dua Lipa diligence now? 
truly diligence. Yara Sophia looks great. And something I love about Yara Sophia is that she has such a signature recognizable look that is nobody else. And you know, it's her. Yeah. Honestly, she's the only person who could walk into a pet boys and walk out with an outfit. I think, you know, (laughs) she would just open a car hood, rip chains, right? Some shit out. Yeah. She'll, she could put anything on her body and works. Do you remember when she wore those, uh, uh, like, 57 wigs and did cousin it and then emerges like this golden goddess to that go-go's mix like yara sophia is fucking drag she is and i'm thrilled to see her here she's a fascinating mix of like really wacko and campy and like high drag but also like devastatingly sexy at the same time like she can do all of that yeah she's got everything um chanel from also from las vegas Looking around here, you think she's wearing a fucking lot. <laughs> well, yeah, Chanel walks in and she's wearing everything. Everything. She, she said, "Oh, we were allowed to bring bags. I just wore it all." <laughs> she looks great, though. She does. The woman is drag. She mm. she's high drag. Woman in drag. The drag was high. The drag was deep. The drag was long. Mm. <laughs> sounds sounds like a weekend. Um, Raven walks in, and this is sort of the other flip side of the coin, whereas Chanel is wearing sort of everything, Raven is wearing something. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, it looks like a, a cute little, um, cocktail dress, you know, that you'd go to the room, and then once you get the money, you take it off, and then you put it back on when you're, when the hour's over. That's the dress that Raven's wearing. Look, Raven has always been the ready-to-wear girl, and she's she's maintaining that. She's wearing very simple hair, very simple dress, but she looks fucking amazing. So yeah, you no you can't take that from her. But bitch, the jig is up, bitches. <laughs> uh, Alexis Mateo storms in, looking like an extra from the Backstreet Boys uh, video <laughs> where they all had the monsters. Do you remember that? What was was that? Everybody? Where they were like puppets. Yeah, no, that was in sync, oh, and that was oh, uh, it's going to be me. This is everybody. The Backstreet Boys are all different monsters. Alexis looks like the one that JC was like fucking with. Um, or no, I don't remember which one. But anyway, she says, look at all y'all cross-dressers looking cute. She looks great. <laughs> yeah, Alexis she looks will, She'll always give you drag. It's weird to think that this was 10, 10 years ago, too, because Chad Michaels comes in next, and he looks exactly the same. <laughs> she does. Exactly. She looks lovely in this like cat suit and the space earring that also has Bluetooth capability, which at the time was still in beta. So what a marvel! She was really crushing it. Uh, She needs to watch out for that uh, for that G five though. Is that what it's called? Five G. Five G. Five G. That's the five H's. The five H's. (laughs) Happy Hunger Game, Hunty. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. Uh, yeah, she's oh. Chad's still pushing through this uh, Hunger Game narrative that she tried on season four, and um, you know, work it, Effie Trinket. She's committing to the Hunger Games. I'm yeah. guessing the Hunger Games ha- was a hit film at the time. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna My have favorite? the fact checkers run it. Um, stay up to date with our fact checkers uh, who are working overtime via satellite. And ne- these fact checkers <laughs> do not work on Audible, so I don't know why I can hear them. Shh, shh, check the facts. 
Oh, I hate them. Um, <laughs> next, we have Manila Luzon. Get anything right or on the ear? Um, Manila Luzon walks in, and honestly, a threat to everybody because she she somehow manages to put a hand, an extra hand on her head, which is smoking. And she tells the girls, "See, this is how you do drag girls." And from the get go, we automatically get that Manila is playing the same character as before. Beautiful. Yeah got it together and there to agitate the other girls for being so damn good because Alexis is maybe like Manila hasn't changed a bit. Yes. And she says, Manila's still annoying girl, <laughs> which, you know, but that's Manila's brand. She's, she's capitalized upon that. And Manila looks fantastic. And I can't say it enough. I love, I love anytime Manila Luzon does drag, but this is one of my favorite looks of hers. There's so many details and like levels of interest to get into in this look. And that's why she said it. She said, this is how you do drag. Yeah. It's fashion. It's sexy. It's campy. It's funny. I love it. Now, there's a level of disinterest that comes when um, Mimi walks in. Um, many of the girls are um, gooped, gooped and gutted would be the word, I think, maybe. Um, Mimi comes in and says, life is like a paycheck. A generous figure is always nice, which is the exact line from Bigger is Better, a show um, with called When Pigs Fly. And like, it's a it's an awesome song that I bet Mimi does a lot. But like, she looks great. She lost a bunch of weight. Um, Are you suggesting that a drag queen borrowed something from somewhere else and made it her own? I, to my knowledge, to my knowledge, I've never heard of that happening. Uh, so this, is, we're going to have the fact checkers. Oh God, they're busy today. They're going to drown in facts. <laughs> Sarah, she's the intern. She's, I think she's going to crack under the pressure. Oh my I God. Do. Oh, Eric, you can't check facts on a fax machine. That's not what that's for. Oh, my God. That's a fax machine. You are not a fax checker. You are a fact checker. Girl, she was trying to plug Wi-Fi into the wall for the fax. She don't know. She doesn't know. Oh, my God. Um, When Mimi comes into the workroom, we hear Latrice scream, Liza Minnelli, are you kidding me? Yeah. And, the girls uh, are shook. They're su- surprised to see her. But you always want somebody on All Stars who, like, they're the agitates. last person in the world you were expecting to see. I think it makes it more exciting. Yeah. Um, Raven literally says, well, someone's got to go home first. So uh, so rude. <sighs> well, I mean, it's true. Someone does have to go home <laughs> first. And, does, unfortunately. And they don't like each other, so that's fine. But... um. We do have a wonderful uh, season two, season one girl, OG, Miss Nina Flowers. She's about to pump in. She's like, Loca! 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 They were using a soundboard, clearly. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know where they got that idea. That's how they, <laughs> they copied and pasted the same Loca over and over again just to be like, this is her catchphrase, you guys. Well, Jujubee doesn't know what to say when she walks in because she don't say nothing. She just like comes in, makes sure her wrap dress is okay, <laughs> and then uh, uh, punches in at wet seal, and then she goes and says hi to the girls. <laughs> she, I'm, I'm really impressed. She took time off from managing wet seal <laughs> to come and do this television appearance. She's Honestly, a busy woman. <laughs> She has her application in at Liz Claiborne for the manager position, but like the assistant manager, Wet Seal, is just so much better because she gets to like stay what on up to date on trends and like they do a buy one get one on accessories every now and then. So Juchibi is, I'm glad she took the time off to come here. Uh, 
including she, she looks great. Yeah, she again. Looks- you're not really looking to Juju B for an over the top fashion moment. You're looking yeah. to her for her like her personality and her humor. Yeah. She's, and, she always looks great. It's always yeah. full package. Yeah. Um, uh, Tammy Brown uh, pumps in and she says, Tootsie Lou. <laughs> the, the birth of Tootsie Lou. Girl, I'm I'm glad she didn't bring that dead body she found in the ditch. Oh <laughs> do you want to hear about the time I, saw, I saw a dead body? <laughs> Honestly, I wish they would have made them do um, a talent show for this one, too, because. Um, yeah, that would have been neat. Yeah, it, it would have been cool to see these girls uh, do what everybody else did because comparing the season to the other All-Stars is kind of like a wash, I think. It's it's a standalone type of production. So that's what we were going to do journalistically. <laughs> but could you imagine if this was like a, a modern-day All-Stars? Like, it's such a great cast yeah. that, like, if they did a talent show, Tammy Brown doing a fucking talent show, are you, like, what I'm... I, I would like to fantasize about what that will look like while we go on this break. Well, okay. Chanel's going to lead us out from the break. She's going to do, she's going to juggle a Ming vase, a, an ice cream cone <laughs> on fire, and little Kenya Michaels. While wearing a beast costume. <laughs> beast! Beast! Break! episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time. All in one place, all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important for your business to stand out. And that's why Squarespace is so important. We use it for Drag Queen of the Year, and it was really easy to use. Your Drag Queen of the Year site is beautiful. And I know. Somebody said it took less than an hour to do. Just click, click, click the box. Really quick, really easy. You don't need to learn code or anything. I love that. Uh, we... You can start with a completely personalized website with the new guided system, Squarespace Blueprint. You can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, tailored to your brand or business and optimized for every device. And then you can easily launch your website and get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. So you show up more often to more people and grow the way you want. And Squarespace makes it super easy to sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need. Plus, you can connect major social and multimedia accounts to your website in a few clicks as icons, direct links, or embedded feeds. And sellers can also sync their product catalog directly with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Google to reach more customers and reduce the steps for a purchase. Love that seller sync. They've really thought of it all. They really have. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. 
Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. I like Hinge because it's one of those things where you have all these things to answer questions about, and I love talking about myself. Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Exactly. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA prompts are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAD, so they are by the people for the people. Willem, let's answer one of these prompts together. Okay, here's here's a good one. It says, I feel proudest of who I am when... I personally feel proudest of who I am when I'm, like, on stage and I'm doing a show and I'm like, this is... This is fucking great. The audience is there with me. I like that. I feel proudest of who I am when the flight attendant gives me a little nod and lets me know I can use the closet because he knows what's in the bag. Yes. Yes. LGBTQIA plus prompts are a great way to connect around niche yet relatable queer experiences by showcasing your nuances, humor, personality, and lived experiences. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. I don't know much about, much about, much about, much about, much about, much about, about podcast things. things. <laughs> <laughs> I just talk about, talk about classic and all stars and things. Uh, so the girls and are- things. In the- Speaking of things, though, if you haven't refreshed the podcast artwork today, I implore oh! you, do it now. We oh. really are outdone ourselves. I, it's so weird because I was um, getting something off of a high cabinet, some um, some low fructose corn syrup, and I smelled something, and I was like, "How did my pussy get all the way up there?" We stepped it up. We, we stepped did. it up so we hard. Ste- we stepped it up. We I honestly needed up. to get an extension for my ladder just to get my pussy back down. Yeah, exactly. I called the fire department. They're like, "We can't deal with that pussy." And we, I was like, okay. It's we followed the style prompt of All Stars One for their promos, which, which was, like was neon colors. Neon Neon Mortal Kombat was what yeah. they originally told me on the phone. They said like neon video game, all that. I love um, that. Yeah. Um yeah. So definitely check that out. Um we get a video message from RuPaul. I'm not going to say what she says at the beginning Ooh, of the video. Girl, message. you've got pejorative. Um, she says, well, hello, dollies. dollies. It's so nice to have you back where you belong. You don't have to be a star to be in my show. You need to be an all-star. All star. And as a great drag queen once said, if at first you don't succeed, just become a legend, hunty. So hold on to your wigs. You may think you know how to play this game, but girl, you don't know the half of it. Squeak, 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 squeak. Oh, oh, what a surprise! Kill surprise! RuPaul comes into the workroom, um, and you know he he tells the the normal spiel where he says this is the prize package, etc. Mac is doing the makeup sponsor this year, which is mm-hmm. exciting. Um, they win a one of a kind trip. <laughs> Courtesy of Alan Chuck Don't Travel. That's vague and misleading, but we're gonna get you're Shock. you get a a, a one of a kind trip. This trip yeah, yeah, yeah. there's nothing else like it. How much makeup do you get? Um I don't know, sickening? Uh, what? <laughs> um a sickening fanny pack. 
<laughs> um, so a sickening pencil sharpener, courtesy of Mac Cosmetics. A sickening amount of sampled out pigment. There will be a cash prize, and it'll be one of a kind. I'm yeah. telling you. <laughs> The cash prize is actually one of the only concrete things that they offer. It's $100,000, which uh, Raven notes is $80,000 more than Tyra won in season two. Um, So they're competing for some big bucks now. And um, RuPaul tells them none of them won on their own seasons. And they need to reverse that shame and strut their stuff into the Drag Race Hall of Fame. Which right. is, I, th- I think, a nice way to just, you know, put all the girls in their place. Say, all of you lost. Uh, <laughs> good luck. We're going to handicap you more. Uh, just wait for it. But I wanted to remind you first that we're in charge. And you lost our show once. And this is why you're back here. You're here for us. You're not here for you. This is a, yes. Th- but this gag, you can tell it really shattered a lot of the girls. Because... From what I've heard, they did not know that it was going to be teams when they were going in there. Mm -hmm. So they prepared their own package. And then at this very moment, just for the purpose of getting a few face cracks on camera, RuPaul tells them they will be playing in teams of two for the whole season. And if one of you goes home... Both of you goes home. But still, your entire journey to the end is going to be uh, uh, latched to the hip with someone else. So that's that's significant. The pit crew comes out and they have a big box. A box! A box! A box! Um, box. um, Hi, kids! Um, (laughs) The the pit crew uh, has their little box and they got paddles with all the girls, like little Stacey Lane Matthew Church fans. And... How this goes is the girls have to choose a partner, and if their prospective partner also chooses them, they get matched up. So in round one, we get a couple of matches right away. We get Raven and Jujubee. They match Mm -hmm. up. Two girls from season two. Mm -hmm. Chad Michaels and Chanel match up immediately. Two, Mm -hmm. you know, decades-long partners at Dream Girls. And Mm -hmm. Tammy Brown and Nina Flowers match up. And they yeah. were both season one, too. So I understand all those connections. All those connections make sense. I think um, Latrice chose Chanel or Chad first. But then on the second round, she chose Manila. And yes. Manila chose her both times and made sure to Manila and said, uh, well, it took two times and you just hear me, 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 me. Walking over, dragging Latrice. <laughs> yes. And then finally, Yara and Alexis match one another as well. Mm-hmm. Which, do we know who they who they chose? I don't, I don't remember who, I don't remember. how they didn't match on the first round. Yeah, I don't um, know who chose who. Chose who um, Trevor, was- could you? Yes. Trevor, we're not paying you to sit around on your phone. Okay? We're not paying you at all, actually. This was for exposure, Trevor. Could you So take your pants da- off. No. <laughs> for God's sake, could you run down to the Drag Race Hall of Fame library, please? And get me the nail glue. <laughs> and finally, the, the, the last two are Pandora Box and Mimi I'm First, um, who end up on a team together, much to Pandora's chagrin. Girl, Pandora won't make eye contact. Mimi comes over, tries to hug her, and Pandora crosses her arms in the front and then puts her hands, <laughs> interlaces her fingers crossways doing the, oh, I'm squeezing by, squeezing by, that type of thing. She does not want to be next to Mimi. She does not want to look at Mimi. She is seeing all of her dreams piddle down her legs right now. And I really feel for the girl. because, But 
I'm happy because rest. She looks beautiful. This nooch face that she gives <laughs> is just gorgeous. Like she's beat. She looks wonderful. Um, but all the queens are kind of like, what the fuck? And yeah, um, they're shook. N- and Mimi knows that nobody wants to be with her, obviously, because nobody picked her, literally. So I'm not saying it like nobody likes her. I'm saying factually, nobody wanted to be with her for this challenge. And she's kind of like asking Pandora, do you feel guilty for not picking me? <laughs> and at that point, I was like, Mimi, that's why people don't pick you. You say shit like that. Like, your first impression is like, you know she's upset. So like... Why would you say, are you upset? Or do you feel guilty for not picking me? It's like, Mimi, you know exactly what the tea is. Stop at... Ugh. Anyway. This maxi challenge sounds fun. Yes. Okay. So the maxi challenge, as you as you may know, um, the dolls, uh, uh, they have to produce their own high fashion photo spread with two different setups. The first one is half-baked, mid-transformation, no wig. And the second one is opposites attract, which is a wet and wild photo shoot that shows what makes your duo dynamic. And, oh, you'll be doing each other's makeup. You, you guys, this is a lot. This is yeah. a lot to throw at these girls on day one. I think. Oh, they- and this isn't this isn't even all of it too, because the girls are going to be wet. Like, this do they tell them? T- this is a lot. It's like, they're disrespectful. They're, honestly, it's too much. You're going to get the girls' pads wet on the first day. Like, Girl. Latrice dealt with this in season four. After the wet t-shirt challenge, she was squishing and squashing and leaving puddles on the runway because her pads were still soaked. Yeah. Like, this, I don't know. You know, I understand that you want it to be exciting and dynamic and you want people to be out of their element. But you've just said, okay, your solo package that you just planned is basically a pile of garbage and you have to throw it out the window. Yeah. And you don't even get to do your own makeup. And we're going to spray water on you. Black water, not even clear water. And you're going to do something that RuPaul herself doesn't ever want to do, which is be photographed midway. And most queens aren't keen on it. So having that thrown at you, too, it's just like like that. That's cool. I mean, it's 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 one of those. Our heads are on the chopping block. I just don't think that was that was a lot. That was editorial a- pictures are meant to be misunderstood. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, I some of the choices I didn't understand one hundred percent. Rue Rue is trying to get a, a feel for some of the girls on the walkthrough too, and yeah. she she literally asked Chad and Chanel, "Are you too in sync to be partners?" It's like she had to find something to like. <laughs> go with a negative flair for them and that would be the only thing are you too in sync though really t- <laughs> we're demanding that you be in sync but you know what you're just too in sync yeah uh, what if you what if you do o-town <laughs> we're demanding that you be good at drag but unfortunately you're too good at drag and that's working against you so yeah <laughs> it's well, very rough to be chad michaels in this room just being told you're just too perfect i don't know is there some way you could just not be as good at drag i, I kind fears. of i don't get the chopping block reference for their neck makeup but i do think that if they would have been like cutting each other's necks open to like dab some blood on their lips or something to like help finish the makeup. I thought that would have been cool. But like, otherwise it's just like, all I see is messy man right now. At least um, they were trying something. Yeah. And, and, and good yeah. for them. I uh, think, now- uh, I actually <laughs> really liked, um, Pandora and Mimi's half baked picture. 
I mean, I just felt a lot of sadness, but I, I, I did like it. Um, there I think is a that... constant sadness around her. And honestly, when Rue says, well, why do you think the universe paired you two together to Mimi and Pandora? Pandora gets a joke in at least and says, well, I'm a glutton for punishment. And Rue laughs because she's like, oh, this is so funny. Look what I did to you. Like, Rue doesn't give a fuck, you know? And like, honestly, if I was Pandora at that moment, I would have been like, why did you put me with her? You know, everybody hates her. I would have said that. Like, because I was supposed to be there and I'm glad I wasn't because if I was, I would have been like, um, do you guys have my valet tag? Because I'm out. Right. And this I think, is hokey yeah. pokey and nobody would have picked me. So <laughs> I well, would have been with Mimi. Yes, you would have. But but this is the thing. You're always going to going into an experience like Drag Race. You're always going to be faced with things that you're not expecting. So it really comes down to how well do you adapt to unfamiliar and uncomfortable scenarios. We're seeing the stages that Pandora is going through. And it's Very easy much. it's easy for us as viewers of the show to be like, she gave up too quickly. How, oh, fuck, she fuck did that. Not. I wouldn't have done that. And it's easy for me to say, I would have just been like, okay, well, I got teamed up with someone that I didn't want to get teamed up with. I'm not exactly happy about it, but I'm going to make the best of it. It's easy for me to say that because I'm not in there. But yeah. she's dealing with, she's spiraling and you can see it. And it's unfortunate because it kind of taints her entire experience on this episode. Well, I mean, there's always All-Stars uh, 6 or 7. Who knows? T, that would be they, amazing. They bring they bring back girls before, and if anybody deserves a chance, it's Pandora. After what they did to her on the first time, they did that to her. Yeah. They did that to her. They caused her reputation to suffer with the whole like dowdy like uh, dowdy personality thing. Because that this episode made her look like a fucking stick in the mud, you know. And I feel for the girl. Um, Jujubee and Raven have such an easy way to work with each other. They're basically the opposite of Mimi and and pandora their their photo shoot goes great they they keep it simple one of them's naked one of them's got clothes the magnifying glasses are great yeah. uh raven and jujube are both excellent painters so like yeah i i'd want to be on team rujube for sure i'd be like oh raven uh can you do my makeup for the next challenge too <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that what Rue said? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, for the half-baked photo, the photographer's name is Brandon Showers. Is he in a deep V? <laughs> <laughs> they love to get the, the photographer's chesticles out all the time. They do, yes. But Brandon Showers, I've, I've, heard, I've heard of that. Oh, I know his brother, Brendan Hales. <laughs> Gail Weathers is their, <laughs> is their aunt. Um, uh, <laughs> Chad and Chanel are doing the most. Literally, they have a hundred ideas. Um, they're like hooker up. Like when Chad says he's a downtown girl to RuPaul, it's just like downtown where you consider downtown Central Park, Chad. Like right. you are not a downtown girl, and that's so cute that you think you are, but you are uptown girl. Well, but it's a concept that could have worked for this. I just, I don't. I wasn't buying it. Like, I was buying Chanel as, like, uptown, like, opulent woman going shopping. Like, I buy that. Mm-hmm. But but when Chad tries to be, like, I'm just a downtown, like, grunge queen, it it's hard to buy that because she's so not. 
Yeah, in the least. Um, yeah. Yara and Alexis get their shot really quickly. Yara says, yeah, it's quick. I'm a model. <laughs> and I I actually like their um their second shot, but not their first one. Their first one felt like um a black swan directive gone wrong. <laughs> or like when Nicole Kidman went on the on the um on the red carpet with the cook bars still on that caught on oh, the yeah, camera. Oh yeah, that that HD powder. Yeah. HD'll get a girl. HD it'll get you. Every HD time. stands for ha, dummy. <laughs> oh. Why don't we go ahead and take a break and we'll continue discussing the ladies' performance during this I'd challenge. Love that. I would love that. Okay, but... <laughs> Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Ooh, I'm thinking something al fresco. Mm. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Uh, have you tried the factors? I've loved the factors. Oh, it's girl. been the it factor for me, actually, for That's a while really because good. there's so many different choices. Like, you have 35 different things to choose from every week, and they're all different, and they it's like... I love the I love the variety because with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore in your mouth. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in 2 minutes, no shopping, prepping, cooking or cleaning up. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 and use code drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Ooh, that's savings you can taste. That's drag code drag50 at factormeals.com slash drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with Five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five wives. Movies Baby! Okay, we are back. Ooh, back, 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 back again. Um, um, uh, some of these things in All Stars 1 don't age well. Um, and there is something that uh, the photographer says to Latrice where he's like, be more gangster with that drill. And. Uh, it's just one of those things where it's like the, the the video message where it was a different time. Some of it has its creaks and cracks for sure here. Uh, Mimi and Pandora also have creaks and cracks. Girl, it's a chasm. Girl. Well, all in it. 
their chemistry is really way off. Mimi is doing too much and Pandora is just trying to like stay afloat and make the best of it, even though she's like obviously irked by Mimi. Um, and then Mimi uh, fucking grabs Pandora and makes out with her at the end of the uh, half-baked shoot. They went for it. They said, we're going to try something. So I actually commend. They tried it. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> she tried it. She tried it. Um, Nina and Tammy do this like naughty and nice thing. But um, girl, if you're on All Stars and you can't keep your wig on for a mini challenge. Tammy, Tammy, Tammy. <laughs> I, mean, I, I got I got a tidbit for her. And it involves some bobby pins. <laughs> right. Uh, Chanel and Chad, like we said, Uptown, Downtown. Uptown, pink Uptowner. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the outfit, too, doesn't give me much to revel in for Chad. Like, it's just like, I, right. I don't know. It feels like a, a bottle girl at a place that's really cold, so she has to wear leggings. Yeah. <laughs> bottle girl at a place that's very like cool. <laughs> a bottle girl in Winnipeg or something. No, no. Uh, oh yeah. my god! Shout out to Glowfest. Uh, I thought Juju and Raven were so fierce, and how bold of Raven to just bear all day one and say, "I'm going gorge. I'm going." Totally nude. And Jujubee looked amazing in f- as the fully dressed one. I really thought yeah. this was a successful moment. I mean, there's there's certain girls that are not afraid of anything. And I think Raven is one of those. Yeah. I, 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 she was just gets naked on... I got naked on TV. You got naked on TV. I don't care, you know? Um, yeah. Pandora and Mimi are dressed. And they're doing this home... <laughs> They're doing this homemaker versus hooker thing, and um, I'd give I'd give one of them the hook. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing with an iron. They at least have a concept. I'll, yeah, I I'll love say Pandora's that. hair. Pandora's hair looks great too, and the silhouette is there. Hooker and uh, hooker and homemaker is like a great dichotomy, and it had the potential to be really great. I, thought. I mean, it could have been sickening if they both did like this Catherine Deneuve Belle de Jour look, or like a pretty woman hook, like something like Mimi dressed as Julia Roberts would have been really funny, um, right? That kind of thing. I don't, I don't know. It was fine. It's it, everybody's doing the best that they can with it. Yara and Alexis is my favorite one because they flip their own looks, and it's just such a mind fuck because you're like. Oh, Who's wow. Who? Yeah. Yeah. The, and they look so great. Um, I don't understand how this doesn't fit the directive because they're literally the opposites of each other. Yeah. Um, but everybody talks about them like they're confused. Now, their first photo setup, I don't think was following the directive, but this one was great. Yeah. And we'll talk about Santino's choice words when we get to the critiques. But yeah, I, I thought this was fierce. And they both have a signature look where they can imitate one another. So like, why not? I thought it was cool. Um, And Latrice and Manila are giving us classy versus trashy. I mean, basically all of these things are their own kind of classy versus trashy other than Alexis <laughs> and Yara. They're all the same thing. It's like a uptown, right. downtown... Well, no, I'm wrong. Dressed or undressed, that is not the same thing. But um, right. I... Yeah, you're right. They do sort of all lean into that dichotomy. F- yeah, four out of six of them, which is a, a large chunk. 
Four out of six ain't bad. Speaking of large chunk, uh, this rain gets Latrice good. It gets black her, rain. Her la- black rain. <laughs> um, it it gets her, but she soldiers through, and um, and RuPaul's just laughing. Oh, look at these girls are all wet. Um, it's it's so how wonderful. delightfully camp is this? Oh, look at the wet queens. Oh, what's that smell? Ah, oh, wet queen. <laughs> is that a wet Renee of Paris I smell? <laughs> La Femme shoes. (laughs) None of the iron fists fit. Uh, So the next day, the girls are talking about how wild it is that they're going to be judged as pairs for the whole season. And um, Mm -hmm. the girls are giving their opinions on everybody else's photo shoots. And um, Alexis Uh, says that Raven was more porn than high fashion when she got (laughs) naked. But I don't know why a Backstreet Boys dancer has an opinion on clothing, oh you know? Uh, yeah. I, the, the, Alexis will always provide some, a shady point of view, and I'm always. grateful for that. Girl, uh, we love a Florida girl. Yes. Uh, Mimi and Pandora are still going through it. I, w- I mean, I would have loved to have seen Pandora show up the next day just with, like, a new resolve and just like, you know what? I fucking hate you, but bitch, let's move forward. That's a TV dynamic that could have really been fun to watch and really work. Yeah. But you know, Pandora was definitely in a different space than any of us could have ever predicted. And I understand if like, once you feel that gut punch, not wanting to play the game. And honestly, she's right. She knew that Mimi's past actions would be held against her in this challenge, which is exactly what happens in the untucked bar. And yeah, Pandora is on that team, so she can't help but be affected. So I understand 100% everything Pandora did on this episode up until the end. And we'll get to that later. Um, yeah. But Pandora literally says she doesn't want to be associated with Mimi's past actions on the show. And I can't think of anybody, if given the choice, would want that. You know, nobody would want that. And yeah. Pandora has to deal with it and it sucks. But um, at least we have Tammy Brown providing light commentary. Girl, Tammy Brown's just, she's stream of consciousness, Andy Kaufmaning up this fucking workroom. She yeah. says, Latrice, if you want to minute- sit around naked and eat shrimp, that's your business. Um, and she also tells them she's from Planet 15, where they have two moons. I cured my grandmother. <laughs> uh, now, on the main stage, this is, I think, one of my favorite RuPaul looks ever. Yeah. The yellow great. hair, the yellow and pink dress, the yellow and pink eye makeup, the flowers in the hair. This is drag excellence and a deep salute to me. Yeah. Uh, the judges also look nice. Michelle's there. Ross uh, makes his first appearance as a permanent judge for All Stars yeah. after his stintillating snatch game judging which you know he was a great judge he gave great feedback um so i'm glad he got a little promotion for Mm -hmm. this um rachel hunter is also there who is a model from australia and was uh rod stewart's second or third wife um and she's pretty she has uh, no place there uh this runway (laughs) is fabulous though (laughs) it's green team oh wait never mind (laughs) Yeah, the it's runway is uh, Dream Team debut and looks that scream team. A.K.A. 
unpack your pack, unpack your suitcases and see what you have that vaguely matches. Right. And if it doesn't I mean, match, put your pictures on it. First up, Yara and Alexis, who actually look great, and they do this bit where they put they put the pictures of themselves on it, and it's like red and black and black and red. This works. Yeah. This works. I mean, it's giving me two girls going out, um, and like you know, night at the Roxburying, trying to get bit. guys. Yeah, I just um, want to party and get guys. Uh, did you? Uh, my vape uh, keeps walking away. Okay, let's go get guys. Um, so your Alexis pumps it out. Latrilla, which is Manila and uh, Latrice, come out, and yes. this is an this is a prime example of working with what you had in your suitcase and trying to make it work. You see Manila and Latrice. Actually, you see Manila, I think, sewing Latrice's uh, circle headband out of the red sequin fabric. Yes. Because uh, I remember when we were in Untucked, I was like, wait, are you a Teletubby? Why don't you have an iPad? <laughs> and Manila was like, oh, this is mine. I brought this. And I was like, oh. <laughs> because as soon as I was in Untucked and I realized it was Teams, I was so glad I wasn't there. Because right. they, had, they had already told me basically on the phone, and don't worry, there's always next year, X, Y, Z. So I assumed I would be back for All-Stars 2. Yeah. Um, so this was fine, me skipping out on this. Uh, what did you think of Mandora? Well, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't mind this. It's drag. Uh, I agree with the problem of putting that green fur right in the center of Mimi's like body, which is a perplexing choice that doesn't make literally any sense to me. But I think I thought they matched very well and it was very drag. If they would have done something different with that fun fur around the fucking belly, it could have been really nice. Pandora's dress was six inches too short. Um, There was way too much green by the neck, I think in the trim, but her shape was lovely. Um, I also you can hear RuPaul exclaim when the confetti cannon goes off and it just feels like, um, you know, it's just Mimi. A stunt for the sake of stunt. Yeah. Uh, RuPaul does not like projectile cannons no. shooting toward her, nor no. do people trying to run a television show uh, probably appreciate that. It, she probably she most likely snuck it in and. Um, nobody knew about it. And yeah, it was a genuine shock. Yeah, you can hear RuPaul go, oh, oh. Um, oh, oh, I, someone's getting fired. Ooh. Oh, it's okay. She's going home anyway in a couple minutes. <laughs> you can let her go. Let her go. It's Mimi. That's what RuPaul basically said. Uh, team Brown, uh, Team Rujubi is uh, pumping out in some little uh, peekaboo burlesque outfits, and they look great. Yes, they look like the girls from the movie Burlesque doing mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Give Long it up, John give it up, let me see Burlesque. Right, yeah. Oh. They look great, and when all else fails and you need to match, do black Lingerie. and white and just do leotard undergarments and be showgirls. That's what Latrice and I did when we had to match. Do you know who sings that song in Burlesque, by the way? Megan Mullally. Dr. Long John? That's Megan Mullally, yeah. That's so funny. Isn't that random? And amazing. Um, what did you think of Team Brown Flowers? I thought they looked very chic, Nina and Tammy. Um, yeah, the, I understand what they're saying because Nina Flowers is trying to be a team player and trying to sort of match the aesthetic of Tammy Brown, who has a very strong, like, old Hollywood sort of aesthetic. 
But Nina Flowers, we think of her as like extreme sort of mohawks, crow feathers. Yeah. Right. And that was not going to work in any way with Tammy Brown's like look. And Tammy Brown couldn't adopt that sort of futuristic, it's sort of like unnameable quality that is Nina Flowers. So Nina Flowers, because the directive was teams... You do a team look. Nina Flowers did sort of an 80s sort of dynasty kind of old Hollywood look. And Nina can do normal. I mean, her girl group yeah. challenge, she was like one of the prettiest ones that yeah. season. Um, yeah, it just it feels a little uh, safe for the, for the first runway. Uh, Chad but- and Chanel literally come out with all of Priscilla's from Oxford <laughs> Street on them. Everything from Priscilla. <laughs> everything they both look fierce and but this was an example of them not matching but they both look like themselves and they both look amazing oh they said they were birds chanel's one of those birds with spikes on it i guess girl Uh, they they both had feathers you know they they saw they saw the correlation everyone else may not have but they did and they're selling it and you would think that they're like uh uh they should be birds of prey because they should pray that they're not going to be the bottom. Chanel looks like Shao Kahn from fucking Mortal Kombat. Girl, Chanel did the most. Chanel looked like uh, she went into Pier 1 and said, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we take a break and then we'll get into the deep uh, internal discussions about these looks. You know her as a beauty icon, a fashionista, a finalist from RuPaul's Drag Race Season 3, and a fan favorite. But mostly, you know her as the girl with black hair that has a blonde streak. So please welcome to a segment that we like to call Manila's Music. First of all, I want to know why the fuck y'all up in full high-end drag girls. Like, this is how you... we podcast. I don't know what we... you do on the chop, but this is how we podcast. We always are in drag every episode. I mean, Alaska doesn't have a nail on right now, but that's only because Trevor, our um, our intern, <sighs> smoked all the nail glue. Why don't you check it, honey? This is <laughs> I put on a nail that is smaller than my actual nail. So I appreciate you keeping the facts straight because we care mostly first and foremost about true facts on this yeah. podcast. But also our fax machine is broken. Girl. <laughs> so we're so glad to have you here for this segment that's called Manila's Manila Musings. Musings. Yeah, I mean, here I am. Being myself, being, being amused, being amused. You are, girl. We're 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 bemused right now by um by the fact that you took the time out to come here on your birthday and pr- help provide us with uh excellent award winning content. Um, we would like to take you back to the summer of two thousand and twelve, if we may, to yeah. All Stars One, where you were mm-hmm. a force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. 
What oh, was yeah. your life like? What was going on in your life when you got the call when this uh, thing called All Stars One came about? Did the call come from inside the house? Did you know you were doing it when you were doing uh, <laughs> Drag You that season already, or or was it a surprise? Well, we had we had been filming um, Drag You already. Ah, uh, yes. So yeah. like when the calls were when when we start. First of all, I, I guess it's just like kind of weird because like uh, you know, at that point there was no such thing as all stars. Like the, right. the the idea wasn't even there. It was just kind of like this rumor. You know, we were seeing that like other yeah. reality TV shows were were doing like all star seasons. So there was always that idea that like oh maybe there could be another way. But up until yeah. that point, all stars was getting cast on RuPaul's Drag You. You know, like that's when right. you knew that you that were an all star is, is because like your production thought that you were good enough to bring back for some more TV. So yeah. uh, I guess that's kind of like the the place where I was in my head when we were when we were like when I first got the call for sure. Ooh, tell me we about the tops. Back. Tell me there's tops. Well, the winners are Team Latrilla. Two tops. And unfortunately, the bottom teams are Team Shad and Team Mandora. The The name Mandora is also a really unfortunate <laughs> name to be given. I mean, it's kind of like, it's like, but what is the other option? What's other? P- Mama Box. P- Mama Box. P- uh, uh, P- box, uh, box, I'm first. Pee me on box. Pee, pee, pee on me on box. Pee me. <laughs> Well, the good thing is we don't have to worry about it for long because um, you'll see this episode. <laughs> uh, the, some of the critiques are stupid. Michelle saying, and who chose this green? Blah, blah, blah. Like, Michelle, fuck right. off. We don't care that you don't like green. It's it's cute that the show can play with it. But, like, really, honestly, fuck off, Michelle. Um, your Alexis uh, get red for, like, you know, their photos not working, even though I think some of them are great. Uh Brown Flowers gets a all-around good review-ish. But Tammy's just uh, Tammy's just given so much charisma on the runway that um, the judges are scared Nina is getting overshadowed, which is like, we're scared you're getting overshadowed. It's the first episode. It's like, shut the <laughs> fuck up. Let the girls breathe. You threw like 10 million hurricanes at them at once, and now yeah. they're out here. This is probably the first minute where they're not doing something, where they get to stand yeah. still in days on this, on this runway, honestly. And... Um, some of them are getting dragged for it, including Chad. And I never heard a critique like this about Chad during his season at all. Yeah, they went in really harshly on Chad. Now, the the girls with this lip sync thing, they explain the rules. Mm-hmm. And each team has to choose one queen to lip sync on behalf of the team. And if they're in the bottom and lose, both of those queens go home. Yes. The good but thing the, is... The magic yep. button of doom and desire. Tell uh, us about it. Hit it. The, if if during the first minute you think your uh, teammate is booger boots, you can press the button and you can only press the button once throughout the whole season. So don't get crazy with the button usage, ladies. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever touches the fucking button except <laughs> for Yarlexis that one time. Um, uh, but we will get to that. The, the lip sync song is Opposites Attract by Paula Abdul. We could have gotten anyone for this lip sync <laughs> song. Janet Jackson, Paula Abdul. We he, here's one problem I have with this. It's called opposites attract. And at one point, Chad says, uh, 
this is not a duet. Mimi's kind of getting in my spot. It is a duet, actually, with uh, someone named Scat Cat. If I was doing this lip sync, I would have... Here's here's the part where I think Pandora finally does give up because she could have pressed that button and tried. I know she saw the writing on the wall. I know she knew that Mimi was going home. Mimi already tried to leave at that point. So she know Pandora knows production is not having it with Mimi again. So yeah. I would have if I was Pandora, I would have tapped that button and then I literally would have shit on the stage and then gone meow and be like, I'm Scat Cat, you know? Like <laughs> I would have found a way to make it work. Pandora Pandora uh, unfortunately did not find any way to make it work and I understand why she wouldn't have too because everything she would have done would have been for naught you know well yeah yeah she could have done it just to be like well I'm probably going home anyway right now so why not just like press this fucking button and and make something happen but um, she did it it was a very sad uh, moment are you talking about Mimi's reveal that the sad moment. Manila sums it up. She's like, here it comes. Here it comes. Oh, that's it. Oh, what you wore in Untucked. How fun. <laughs> a simple polka dot dress is not giving me drag. Um, and you can tell how plucked that uh, Mimi is because she does not do the exit interview for uh, where she takes the picture off the wall. It's just Pandora saying, if I was alone, I would have won. Yeah. <laughs> Which is um, wonderful uh, speculation. She should be a gold miner. Um <laughs> Speculator. Speculum. Uh, yeah, speculum. Ooh, cold speculum. Speculos. Uh, this, ooh, Eating butter. speculos while using a speculum. Cookie <laughs> butter on my pussy! <laughs> <laughs> um, if you think that uh, some of the other things in this episode didn't age well, here's another one. Uh, response to Tranity. I don't think that is a, a song that's heavily into rotation anymore on the, the Ruko Empire. And RuPaul says, with great power comes great responsitranity at the end. She was pushing the single responsitranity mm-hmm. at the time. Sexy drag queen. Sexy, sexy. That's one of the other things I feel like in this challenge when Michelle asked Mimi, like, do you feel sexy in this? Like, the challenge wasn't to be sexy. <laughs> Not every drag queen's goal is to be some, like, fucktart, you know? Um so I think present that- company excluded <laughs> clearly <laughs> leave meeting. Wow. Um, this untucked though is actually better than the episode because this is packed full of girls. Yeah. Um, and fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we see a terrible reveal the first time behind a chair. <laughs> Tammy, Tammy goes crazy. Uh, Raven just throws in the one-liners, and girl, she got onions. She got because she's relishing it too. It's a full hot dog. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about this untucked episode a little bit because it I'm is on it. such an important. <laughs> you could have just said period. <laughs> it is such an important episode that is so referenced and so known. Um, change your costume. Change the- it around. Is literally about Mimi changing her costume. Exactly. I think this is the first time we see such blatant product placement. Oh, yeah, this looks just like my home. It's form decor. Form oh, my decor. gosh. Form decor, of course. I, I think it's form decor. Oh, well, oh, it yeah, is. Yeah. It, it must yes, be form decor. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Why not? But yeah, then, okay, then the girls go into the gold bar and they find a little surprise hiding behind the gold bar. Oh, my God. They were so specific with me. They gave me, like, lines I had to say word for word. They made me practice the lines with them. Okay, so what are you going to say? They're like, we only have one chance to do this right. And I'm like, 
oh, the, this is my first time on a set. <laughs> like, I don't know who they thought they were dealing with of Mice and Men because I was oh not that gosh. girl. I just wanted to come out and kiki. I looked really tan. I was um, tiny. The fuck, Mary kill thing. Really when really hungry. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> I was wearing legere. Uh, it was it was one of those days where I could tell everything was already like high tension as soon as the girls got there and like the yeah. minute of downtime that we had where they were like, okay, go over from the bar and go sit on the couch like that. Like minute of talking, the girls were like literally no smiles. Like they had been put through it. Rung yeah. out, hung up to dry, and I'm not talking about Latrice's pads. Like, it was, I, I felt for those girls immediately and was immediately glad I was not in their shoes. Yeah. And then I got caught in a curtain and they all made fun of me. But can we talk about foreshadowing? We play this fuck, marry, kill game. Uh-huh. And then all the girls, you know, just to get everybody talking about all the girls, to give an opinion on the girls and things. Yeah. Uh, and then Manila says, see you on CSI. And what happened literally <laughs> in two two months later after we filmed this? I booked CSI. You booked it? I did. And you booked it? I had been trying to book CSI for literally probably 10 years. I had auditioned for it like three or four times. And this was like finally the one where I got it. So when Manila said that to me, I was like, bitch, you know I will be on CSI. And then it happened. And yeah. I was like, thank God, Manila. But honestly, for once, I can admit that I am not the best part of this episode. I'm like they cut out all my good stuff. I had a couple of jokes, but like most of the stuff I said was too dirty, I guess. But the best part of this episode is when the girls go into the gold bar and Mimi, Mimi, it's it's nine against one, obviously, basically. Yeah, things get really out of control. And I think, like you said, you could tell that tensions were really, really high in that in that set because everyone was just sort of like, we thought this was going to be one thing and now it's completely another. So everybody was upset. And so they decided to focus that laser of uh, hatred and doom onto Mimi I'm first. Well, Raven- I'm, I'm pretty sure somebody asked about it first. They said, what is the beat? I think it was Manila. Manila literally was the shit star. And, you know, she doesn't mind to be. But or she Juju. said, was it Juju? But it wasn't even about the like drama that happened in Florida, which was between Alexis Mateo and Mimi. I'm first, right? Wasn't no. They literally asked about that. What's they said? Uh, what's this drama between you two? Yes, but then Alexis is like, "Well, I understand that's business, and it's fine." That that was the conclusion. Then Raven says, "You, Mimi, I'm first. We're second place in the fan vote." I could not believe it. Third? (laughs) Third. Yeah, it was, it was, um, Sharon, and then I think Pandora, and then... Sharon? Sharon won her season? (laughs) Yeah, but that didn't, that didn't stop people from still voting for her for first. Okay, nice. She was was first. Who uh, else? I think it was Sharon, Pandora, Mimi, or Sharon, Raven, Mimi, somebody like that. Like okay. another another girl that was already on too. Um, Mimi just feels bullied, and Manila at this point is just telling her like the writing on the wall. You know what you signed up for. You've done this before. Don't um, you dare talk about my fans. And honestly, I don't know if Mimi was number three in the voting legit wise because I have a friend, and they definitely hacked World of Wonders website for um uh, for the Wowies. 
when uh, the wow when the wowies were going on and girl are you suggesting let- that i didn't win my wowie award fair and square how dare you how dare you bring my fans into this well as far as i know you there's not many of them <laughs> um yeah i do know that world of wonders website is um is not foolproof at all because when that person did it, they won that wowie. You, um, Mimi, I'm first. This is one of the most chaotic scenes. And then everyone just starts erupting in laughter. Um, Tammy Brown is talking about how her father fucked Marlena Dietrich. She also says, teleport us to Mars, teletubby. Change your this- outfit, change, okay, it, change around. it around. Mimi, I'm first goes in a, ha, huh, ha, huh. ha. Mimi first goes into the corner and takes down her dress and says, now I feel sexy. You want sexy? Well, I'm going to give it to you. I I think that um, Tammy is edited within an inch of her life and peppered in wherever they need something, which makes it work. But the fact that Chad says to Pandora, like, you need to go get her and get her in. Like... Chad is heated in the interview chair. Chad's like, if that was my partner, I would have grabbed her by the back of her fucking head. I would have sat her down in that fucking chair and I would have said, bitch, you're going to fucking lip sync, bitch. I I could never imagine Chad fighting someone. I could never imagine that happening. I personally have pulled my hand down when I was up near a girl's wig at a club and stopped myself from pulling her hair and punching her in the face. I personally stopped myself because I'm like, I want to work at this club again. Sean from Roscoe's knows all about it. I went into his office after and was like, I just need a minute. Who because was I will. That? Girl, me and Alyssa. Jaded <gasps> oh bitch. Oh we, we, we got into it deep because there was a room full of people. And um, she said that someone did something that they didn't do. And we immediately mm. proved that that person didn't do it. Mm. Um, who was in the dressing room with us. And then she wouldn't apologize. And she kept talking shit. So I was like you know what? I can talk shit too. And it was, she was 57 minutes late, um, three minutes before the meet and greet, she got there. And like, I was filming because I always do BTS or something behind the scenes. And like, Mm -hmm. as she was walking up the stairs, I was filming and like, maybe she felt some sort of way. Maybe she was rushed. Maybe I felt, maybe I made her feel some sort of way because of me filming and she felt it was intrusive. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but we got off on the wrong foot. We're fine now. Obviously we've worked together tons, but like Mm -hmm. I had to stop myself from hurting her. And I'm glad I did because it was the right move. It would have been fun, but it wouldn't have been productive. It would have hurt my career choices in the future as far as Chicago um, because I pretty much work only one spot in Chicago. But right. I don't. I think Chad's uh, talking a big game. I've, I could never see him fighting or pulling a girl's wig off. No, not at all. And Pandora, she goes outside. She tries to talk Mimi down and bring her back. And it's... It's sort of, you can tell Pandora's just going through the motions. I think she knows that, like, this is it. There's no way that we're going to come back from this. And uh, I, and I they understand. don't. But at least Pandora, she had a she had a classy exit. She took her picture off the wall. She got that beat. And she said, you know what? If I was here by myself, I would have done better. And fuck them. Sorry. Bye. Which is cool. I guess they get all the girls to lie to the camera after they get eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> which is a new tradition <laughs> um the the demons this season really know how to make good untucked episodes but i i once again yeah. i do feel for pandora with this because like watching her and mimi confront each other that was like the same spot that we filmed drag you like literally 
the month before. So like Pandora went from being like a teacher on this set that people treated nice and right. she got to be funny to, oh, you're going to be the anchor that's attached to the dead weight. Right. Um, and I understand her her devastation, honestly, because think of how much money she spent, all that kind of stuff, all the gigs yeah. she gave up. Like, I feel for the girl, but she should have tried harder in that lip sync or done something. I don't know. Well, I have a feeling we haven't seen the last of Pandora Box. She's a legend. She's an institution and just a really, like, funny, lovely person. And um, we love you so much, Pandora. We do. Um, There are some amazing things going on this week on the Mom Network. Oh, tell me, Mom. Tell me, Mom. On Sloppy Seconds, our latest acquisition. Um, Oh, wait. Was that not a merger? It was an acquisition? (laughs) Sloppy Seconds. Meatball and Big Dipper discuss wet ass Ass pussy. (laughs) Plus, they interview special guest Layla McQueen. It's not Lila. It's Layla. It's Layla. Girl, did you see um, Scarlet Bobo? She gave me straight up uh, Layla McQueen of the North. This is Scarlet Bobo looks our no no. On the chop with Latrice and Manila, the girls will let you know how they feel when it comes to the judging on Canada's Drag Race. They feel are not- like a judging. Feel feel <laughs> like a judging. They are not holding back. Oh, at all. Girl, have you seen Fifi on Twitter? Her too. She gave. She put up a picture of Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, and she said. What is this? Wrong answers only. And then she wrote a judge. I was like, you? Damn. Damn. Phoebe is not trying to get on All Stars 7 at all. (laughs) Well, I have a feeling. (laughs) You're right. Um, Oh, wait. Do we even call her Fifi anymore? Do we call her Jeremy now out of respect? She changed her Twitter, so. I don't know. I mean, you know, I I don't know. We shall see. uh, But we love we love some Jeremy Carey, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, we thank you so much for listening. Remember to wear a mask. Encourage everyone you know to wear a mask as well. Wash your hands and stay safe. Yeah, thank you so much for letting us continue to provide you with award-winning content every week. Mm-hmm. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And if you rate our podcast and comment about how fantastic it is, we would be super appreciative. And you can fantastic. subscribe. Fantastic. And subscribe to make sure you know when each new episode comes out because there's so many, many, several, many podcasts on the Mom Network now. Yes. Absolutely. The vertical might go horizontal. <laughs> Follow the dolls at Willem at the Only Alaska 5000. And our Race Chaser podcast is at Race Chaser Pod. And you can use the hashtag Race Chaser, Race whenever, Chaser. whenever you post. And you can send us a DM or an email at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Plus, we have some really exciting uh, bonus content available on patreon.com slash Willem. Willem. And you can find the videos by searching with the hashtag racechaser and pay for the content you want to watch a la carte. Yeah, don't put it in your purse, Miss Thing. We see you. Bye. Uh, Until next time, uh, my dad fucked Marlena Dietrich. Bye. Race Chaser Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Poem, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.